again. This is November 4, zero, niner, niner. What the hell? And welcome to our podcast. I am Sean Lemmy, and I'm joined by John Otney, Colin Westwood, Matt Carstens. And we're excited because we've already counted down our favorite TV shows. We've counted down our favorite movies. We did our favorite albums. And now it's finally time for my favorite podcast of the year, Top 10 Video Games. So let's do it. Let's all talk about our favorite video games. Number one on our list is Doom. Oh god, I love Doom. You shoot the aliens from hell, but they're not fr- they're on Mars and they're demons. And oh man, such good shooting. You guys all play this game, right? Good shooting game. I was too busy playing a game called Killing Sean. It's a freemium game. What do you pay for? What? What do you what do you what do you pay for? You pay for all the things to kill Sean with. Yeah, it starts out it's a free game, but then they're like, "Can you, you only gotta, kill Sean with your fists at first? <laughs> at first, it takes forever too. Yeah, because he fights back. I can take a beating. <laughs> You're like, well, this isn't doing it. I gotta buy a gun or a knife or a katana. And then yeah, you got, like, acid and like the Doomba and like rocket launcher launcher. <laughs> what the. Fuck? Yeah, that just gives Sean a rocket launcher. <laughs> you don't give them. It fires to one that's also firing. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, it's such an expensive item that you like. You gotta buy it just to see what happens. It's like nine million gold. Aren't you guys excited to talk about our favorite video games of the year? Sean, we're not doing that. I only played video games from 2013. Yeah. <laughs> oh we're, no. We're actually doing top ten video games of twenty thirteen, Sean. Okay. Oh. Um twenty thirteen, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I can't for the life of me think of any video games that came out that year. Are you sure there were video games in twenty thirteen? Last of Us? Maybe? Or Bioshock Infinite? Tomb Raider? Kill Sean, the the uh, the beta version. Yeah. Kill Sean Alpha. How long do you want to keep this bit going, Sean? Because <laughs> I'm yeah. pretty much done with it. It didn't turn out the way I wanted to, but it, yeah, it's too hard for us. It's too hard for us to. I didn't know where I was going with it either. You know. That's the thing about improv. You just got to have faith that, you know, your, your team will help you. Mm-hmm. And we got that Kill Sean game bit out. Yeah, that's that's primo enough. stuff. We could probably charge a buck for that. <laughs> that bit of our podcast. <laughs> I don't think we could. You think there's a podcast called I'll Buy That for a Dollar? 
probably a podcast called Everything. Everything? That's a good podcast title. I know, because you can talk about everything. It's probably a horrible podcast. No oh, limits. Yeah. So you got to be really fascinating people. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about everything this week, though, guys. We're talking about our most anticipated movies of this year that we're in right now. 2017, 2017, if you're cool. 2K17, if you're into sports. The I 17. Love, I love sports. Which, what? You love sports? I just wanted to let everyone know I love sports. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I only like death sports. How do you feel about blood sports? I feel pretty good about them. <laughs> but, but they don't go far enough. <laughs> they don't go far enough. <laughs> They're oh, pretty good, but not good enough. Meryl Streep wouldn't be a fan of you, John. That's an early 2017 reference. Mm-hmm. Look up what that was about if you're listening to this in the far-flung future. <laughs> you think by that time, football and UFC will be the arts <laughs> the arts <laughs> yeah in the idiocracy future yeah. ah well so how does this list work john well i have my own list and you have your own list and then colin has a list of his least anticipated movies mm-hmm. and matt carstens our featured out. player just there to hang out i got in for free <laughs> yeah you got in for free you got that uh kill sean bit on the house um so let's start uh who usually goes first i think i go first right do you want to keep going first that's the tradition i'm fine with it just okay. make sure you go counterclockwise make sure i what go counterclockwise <laughs> after whoever goes first <laughs> So my number 10 most anticipated movie of 2017. This is usually a risky pick because it's usually a movie that doesn't end up coming out that year. It usually comes out. This might be 2018 because I don't know. Not enough information. But it's Annihilation. It's a science fiction drama adapted from the book by Jeff Vandermeer. And the story is about a biologist who's played by Natalie Portman in the movie. And it has a team of scientists who go into this place called the X-Zone, which is like this weird jungle where all these other teams keep going and disappearing and dying, and they're trying to solve the mystery of what this weird place is. Uh, The movie is being directed by Alex Garland. You guys know that guy? Oh, he made the ex Machina. Yeah, he made his directorial debut a couple years ago with Ex Machina. He's also written 28 Days Later, Sunshine, Dread. And this sounds like right up his like alley i read the book before i knew it was going to become a movie so i feel cool nice and it's got a good cast got natalie portman jennifer jason lee uh i think oscar isaac is in there of course so yeah it'll be kind of like low-key sci-fi but with like sweet jungles and shit so this is a book series or a book it's a trilogy yeah it's just though it's three books but i've only read the first one so I don't know where the mystery goes. What's that I don't mo- know if, if... What? What's that movie uh, with a jungle that's sci-fi that's really bad that we watched in high school? <laughs> uh, is that... 
what's it's got the one with Ben Kingsley, oh, right? Yeah. A Sound of Thunder. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's what this sounds sound like to me. <laughs> yeah, except think it's just way better. <laughs> you know that short story, Sound of Thunder, is really good. I don't know where they went wrong with that movie. I think because they try to make it for like fifty dollars. I think it took ten years to make. It took ten years to make, and they only had fifty dollars, so they really had to stretch it out. Like there's this little kid in it that was an adult by the time they finished. <laughs> oh, poor Ben Kingsley. That was a bad movie. It's pretty funny though. Yeah, it's got a really bad CG T Rex, and that's like the first scene of the movie. <laughs> it's all uphill from there. Yep. Uh, so is this a movie about a blood sport or a death sport? It's, it's definitely neither. a death. It's definitely a death sport, Colin, because the other, the previous teams that have um, explored this area have gone missing, and they're pretty much like I'm pretty sure they they say they're dead going into it. I can't remember. Everyone just goes into this weird jungle and dies. Death sport all the way. All right, cool. Did you ever see that, Sean? Your number ten most anticipated. Movie. I almost watched my number ten most anticipated movie is called Mother. It's Darren Aronofsky's new movie. And normally I wouldn't put Darren Aronofsky Ofke, so low on this list, but he made Noah a few years ago. Sounds awesome. And so that I saw it. I think it probably would have been pretty good on a plane. It's basically just about one man's descent into madness as he decides he needs to kill a baby. Planes are the arcs of the sky. um yeah i mean i i i wouldn't call noah a straight up bad movie which is why and also it's his only movie that i would even put in the bad category um so i still believe in darren aronofsky uh i don't know much about the plot what i read on wikipedia was something about a couple's relationship is tested when mom comes to town and I think the couple is Jennifer Lawrence and Javier Bardem. Or maybe Jennifer Lawrence and Donald Gleason. Um, the second one sounds more believable, but I guess we'll see. <laughs> I'm just going by the, the way the names are listed on Wikipedia. And I'm guessing the mother is Michelle Pfeiffer. Who's having a little resurgence. Because... I don't know. Of Uptown Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> she was mentioned in a pop song. <laughs> All right. So my uh, list of the least anticipated movies of the year. I, I had a lot to choose from this year. <laughs> like Hollywood's definitely regressing towards mediocrity these days. Um, some dishonorable mentions were uh, Chips, which... Seems like something that would have come out in the early 2000s. Yeah, they um, missed the mark on that one. I know. <laughs> Why now? <laughs> uh, World War Z 2, just because I don't like how that looks <laughs> on paper. <laughs> just a Z next to a 2? Just a Z next to a 2. I'm sure they'll change it. Since... They should have just made it World War Double Z or ZZ. <laughs> World War ZZ Top. Yeah, then uh, King Arthur, Legend of the Sword, a Guy Ritchie joint. Is that a Transformer movie? No. 
And then uh, I know what he's saying. The shack, that weird like Sam Worthington gets transported to a mystical world because his family died or something. That movie. Uh, this movie actually hasn't gotten that bad of reviews, but because of like this week, I think Split, which yeah, you know, just looks insufferable. But maybe it's not. I don't know. And then A Dog's Purpose, which looked stupid. <laughs> Did you hear the rumors today that maybe they were mistreating the dogs in this movie? No. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like they had some kind of unhumane stuff going on on oh. A Dog's Purpose. Like they actually yeah. killed all the dogs? <laughs> it looks like the saddest movie of all time. Because yeah, so many dogs die in it. Anyways, that's not on the list. Um, I guess like I did last year for my number 10, I decided to go with a movie that I could like imagine myself actually watching at some point, but it's Triple uh, X, The Return of Xander Cage, which uh, it's, it's this kind of weird trend of Vin Diesel resurrecting his old franchises because of the Fast and Furious movies being successful. Especially with this one, because it looks like he's like, I'm putting a team together. And, you know, it actually looks kind of cool. <laughs> it's really hard to imagine any Vin Diesel movie that isn't a Fast and Furious movie being good at all. But, I don't know. It just seems <laughs> like a bit much. Like, why? Like, you already have one franchise. He just wants more. I, think I mean, right. I get it. I think they saw the success of Fast and Furious. So like, hey, we can kind of resurrect this franchise and just make it like that to make more money, and people might think it's Fast and Furious or something. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a lot more. It looks like it's a lot more extreme sports. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. sweet. Like, what was he doing? I saw the trailer. He's like, he's, on, he's skateboarding like a... down a sheer wall. He's driving a motorcycle on the ocean. Yeah, that's what it was. It was like a motorcycle jet ski, but like <laughs> on a ski, and he's like going up this huge wave. Yeah. I could have swore Ice Cube was in this too, or that may have been a dream. No, no Ice Cube's in, in it. He's in it. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's back. He's putting a team together. Well, and he's got a cool team. It's got like Donnie Yen and Tony Jaw on it. And a bunch of ladies. I mean, they're on most teams these days. <laughs> Who wouldn't be on most teams? <laughs> I get what he's saying, though, because, like, Tony Jaa was in Furious 7, and Donnie Yen was in the Rogue One. I support you. Yeah. But I did, uh, like, Killzone 2. They're good so. teammates. Was that team? What? The guys in Killzone 2? Killzone 2? It's just two guys. But they yeah. did have the old cop. Yeah, I want to see Tom Arnold on a team. Yeah, <laughs> is he still welcome on teams? I don't think, yeah, I think he might not be welcome on teams anymore. You guys, did he used to be welcome on teams? Yeah, I guess he's probably on a team in McHale's Navy. No, he's the leader of the he's team. The leader of the team. I feel like True Lies is kind of a team. They got three people. Yeah. He's on the Cradle to the Grave team. Oh, yeah, they had that other guy who they, like... I can't really remember that guy very well. Yeah, I can almost see him, like, in my head. They're like a team. 
<laughs> he's not welcome anymore because he can't ride a jet ski motorcycle. Nah. That's what you have to be able to do to be on a team these days. Back in the 90s, you didn't have to be able to do that. Anyway, let's move on to a, a good movie. What's your number nine, John? My number nine is, if this ends up being the final title, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. It's the third movie from Martin McDonough. He did In Bruges and Seven Psychopaths. And I'm not really sure what kind of tone they're going for this movie because the one-sentence plot synopsis sounds pretty pretty raw. It's a woman goes to war against the police in her Missouri town after her daughter is murdered. Uh, I don't know. Like Most of Martin McDonough's movies have been like dark comedies. I don't know if they're going to go that direction. This sounds pretty politically charged. Stars Francis McDormand, Woody Harrelson, Sam Rockwell, Peter Dinklage. Should be interesting. I've heard nothing of this movie. But I warn you, John, as someone who put a McDonough Brothers movie on his list last year. Yeah, did it ever come out? It might just disappear from reality. (laughs) (laughs) Faded away. It's too bad. It's because Legend of Tarzan did so bad, people don't want to watch anything with Alexander Skarsgård. They're like, they realize he can't be a star, so they're like, abort, abort. But he's got star in his name. Almost. (laughs) Skarsgård. Yeah, maybe he would be a star if his name was Skarsgård. One of his family members will show up in one of my other picks. But will it show up in Sean's next pick? I don't... I don't think so. My my next pick is a movie that I would have not been excited about, except everybody keeps just bringing it, and so I'm I'm giving it the hope. It's called Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Uh, it's just like such a bad idea to do another Blade Runner movie, because like yeah. they could never even figure out that first Blade Runner movie. They kept recutting it. Like they don't. Nobody ever quite figured it out. But, you know, it's Dennis Villanueva, who, like, just makes good movies. It's starring, you know, Ryan Gosling and Harrison Ford. Like, Ryan Gosling, like, he made two movies that are on my top ten list for 2016. He's just doing a good job. I mean, he's he's half Nelson, you guys. Uh, You know, Dave Bautista's in it. Gotta love that Batista. You gotta. I'm scared. What are you I'm... scared about? God. <laughs> scared. Leave him alone. What are you scared that's gonna be dumb? It's... Yeah, and then what? It is what it is. Then he's gonna be like, well, that was a fucking waste of time. Because <laughs> he doesn't want to see Harrison Ford just dick around. Well, that's what he's Nobody doing. Does. He's like 100 million years old. Let him dick around. <laughs> Yeah, but it's like, trying, do something cool. He's trying to get it all done. Is Harrison Ford going to revisit all of his former franchises? I guess that's the last one where there's multiple movies. Hollywood Homicide 2. Hollywood Homicide 2. Okay, the last 10 minutes of that movie, okay. <laughs> I know, I was, I was talking Hollywood to Colin genocide. about... <laughs> Hollywood Genocide. <laughs> I was talking to Colin about like what Harrison Ford movies I haven't seen. I think it was like that... There weren't that many. It was like Working Women or whatever working that movie's girl. called. Oh, yeah. And uh, have you seen his Jack Ryan movies? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, Hollywood Homicide, I haven't seen. 
I'm just really excited to watch Hollywood Homicide because I know that 50 Cent is in the movie, right, John? He is in the movie. That's why you're excited to watch it. Is he really <laughs> He's in, the in movie? lots of movies. Is he really in the movie? Yeah. Oh. Why is that so hard to believe? <laughs> For some reason, I thought the song was in the trailer, but not the movie. I don't know. That you, that you remember the song that was in the trailer to Hollywood Homicide. I just remember you singing it and being like making a big deal that it wasn't in the movie. Uh, I don't remember that. <laughs> That's a hard thing to remember. <laughs> I just, Hollywood Homicide, Blade Runner. No, I get it. Like it's exciting because like Blade Runner is sweet. It's like such a sweet like atmospheric world, and it's cool that Harrison Ford's back. But I mean, I agree that original. It's like nobody quite like get got it. I think it was kind of like an imperfect masterpiece. Like even today, like I have a lot of respect for that movie, but it's kind of slow and it's kind of weird. And it's gonna be hard to find that mixture of weird and sci-fi and action and just. I don't know. I mean, I guess if anyone can do it, it's Dennis Villeneuve. But... And, and that's how I feel as far as... I feel a lot about this as I do about the Han Solo movie. Like, I think that's a yeah. really dumb idea. And I, I'm nervous about it. But at the same time, I like everyone involved. And same with Blade Runner. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I'd rather be optimistic about it at this point. It's not like I hate everyone involved, so... It's funny at this point that I'd rather have Dennis Villeneuve make it than Ridley Scott. I trust him less with his franchise. Ridley Scott is buried in Alien sequels. He can't even... Yeah, are we going to talk about that later? Uh, not on my list. <laughs> Maybe All on right. Collins. I never... Yeah, that looks really... Does it look bad? I never even watched the trailer because I assume it, it looks It, it looks bad. It looks like Prometheus 2, but like... I don't know. It just looks stupid. Did you okay. did you hate Prometheus? I like I didn't... I I, I, li- I liked yeah. Prometheus. Uh, which was weird. I've had this weird experience with Prometheus where I liked it, but so many people have hated it over the years that it's made me like it less because I'm so tired of hearing about why it sucks. <laughs> like even though I liked it, so it makes me think less of it. So I don't know. We'll see. Maybe Alien Covenant will be fun. I know they're like, oh, we got R. It's going to be R sweet. It's going to be so R. <laughs> is Prometheus not rated R? I don't know. But it's like it was. It's R. There's like a graphic abortion scene. Like, yeah. how could that not be R? I just don't. It's like the Alien franchise is never a franchise where I'm like, oh, it's all about the blood and guns. <laughs> I all get about like ma- that with Terminator. It's all about but machine so guns. Yeah, it's all about machine guns and then, like, acid blood. <laughs> and I just hope lots it's dark, and lots you know? of mouths. I just and hope just it's... Lots of mouths? Yes, yes, lots Koto of complaining mouths. about stuff. Yeah. Colin, how many mouths are in your next movie? Um, well, I mean, lots of mouths to feed because of all these babies <laughs> in The Boss Baby. <laughs> Ugh. So. <laughs> it's like what we're living in now. Yeah, we got a Boss Baby for President... <laughs> And it's weird. Now, wait a minute. I know nothing about this movie, but I'm breaking down the order of words. The boss baby, to me, suggests that there are a bunch of babies, and then one of the babies is the boss of all the babies. This is true. Okay. But he's like, I guess he can talk, like, for real. Like, he can communicate to babies and older children at least I, don't, I didn't see him talk to any adults but he's talk, he keeps talking to this like kid 
who's like a you know a six year old or something. So it's like Rugrats. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'm buying it though. But also like Toy Story. Also, I guess. Uh, so Alec Baldwin plays the boss baby. Yeah, that's why I'm buying it. Yeah. I'm I'm a hundred percent on board. Steve Buscemi's in it. I'm uh, I'm in this. I'm you're, I'm, a, I'm You're in it. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm in it. <laughs> uh, what a surprise. Yeah, I don't have much to say about Boss Baby. I just feel like I, it gives Donald Trump fuel to be like, "Oh, Baldwin's so overrated. He was in that Boss Baby movie. I saw it. It wasn't very good." Why would he watch this? Just so he can rip Alec Baldwin. Hey, you know we're all just trying to get paid. It's true. We're all trying to get paid. Also, there's a reference to Glengarry Glen Ross in the trailer. which Is it an can't... always be closing reference? No, he says, get your hands off that cookie. Cookies are for closers. You know, at least it's not the most obvious reference. It's true. I am I'm so confused by this movie. I did watch the trailer, and nothing was clarified. At least, unless there's another trailer. So, like... Was he a boss? Like, did he get this business deal in the womb? Yeah, when did he become a boss? I don't know. He's the older. It's baby. like he just, he just popped. Well, in the main trailer, they made it seem like he was just born, and then it's like, what's he doing in there? It's like he's a boss. Like, when, <laughs> how do you get hired so fast? How do you climb the ladder? Because he can talk like an adult. I wish this was like car. I wish it was like cars, where it's like a baby world. <laughs> Was he making deals in the womb, like picking up a phone and bring? Like he's using his head, stretching it through the belly to pick up a cell phone, and just making calls. Do you think they'll go into that? He means business. There's a lot of questions <laughs> to be asked with Boss Baby. Which... Wait, it's rated, it's rated PG. Whoa. Is this like people yeah. looking, or is it cartoon looking? It's pretty cartoon looking. Okay. It's DreamWorks, Sean, so you can already imagine. Oh, it. okay, okay. It's like okay. storks, Sean. Because I was starting to imagine, like, remember those commercials with, like, the baby talking about investing <laughs> in financial stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was starting to imagine that that's the movie we were t- talking about. But it's, like, CG and super realistic. And super unsettling. Yeah. I love this commercial. Scary. Anyways, John, what's your number eight? My number eight is The Dark Tower. Dark Tower is based off the Stephen King fantasy series about a gunslinger who's chasing down the man in black in some fantasy world and trying to get to the Dark Tower. This was a project that's been in development for a long time, so that worries me because a bunch of people are like, well, I ain't touching that shit. Like, Ron Howard was supposed to direct this a handful of years ago. Like he dropped out. 10 years out. ago. <laughs> like, 10 years ago. J.J. Abrams, like, was also part of it. Then, he's, then he dropped out. And that's being directed by some foreign guy who's making his English language debut. So, I don't know. That makes me nervous. Seems like you guys are not anticipating your most anticipated <laughs> movies. I think we're anticipating them so much. And we want them to be, like, like good because they sound like they could be awesome. But it's like... It's like there's some of these projects are risky projects. We've been burned, Nancy. You don't understand what it feels like to have to explain to people why Chappie was on your list of anticipated movies. <laughs> Who are you explaining that to? Cops. Explain it to you. A cop. A cop. 
<laughs> Sir, I'm gonna have to pull you over for bad anticipated taste. Should have kept your expectations low, <laughs> like we all did. But reasons to be excited about this movie is that it stars Idris Elba, which is cool because He's I cool. think it's important that we start having black actors in action movies that aren't Denzel Washington or Will Smith. Like, I feel like we're getting there. I feel like this movie, if it does well, and then Black Panther, if it does well, that could be like a big win. So, fingers crossed. I like Idris Elba a lot. And it also stars Matthew McConaughey Mac. as the bad guy. He's a wizard, right? If I'm familiar, if I know about the character, yeah, he's a wizard, kind of. But he's also, like, cool and charming, yeah. so Matthew McConaughey is perfect. Southern wizard. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. It, what it was interesting is originally supposed to come out in February, but they moved it to the summer. So they must have, like, they must think it can be a hit, right? Yeah. After all. And they're talking about, like, oh, we're also going to make it a TV show to, like, fill in blanks in between movies, which sounds like a bad idea, but you know, we'll see. Vertical integration. Because it's, like, seven books, so it's a lot of ground to cover. Who's going to watch a TV show in between the movies? Like, unless you're, like, a hardcore fan. Uh, I don't know. I don't really know how that works. It doesn't. It doesn't. It works. Has ever happened? <laughs> It works it for works. Like, if you're really into it. But. Guys, it works. Yeah, like how they have the, the Marvel movies, but then you have Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, but like you don't need to watch Agents and of S.H.I.E.L.D. And all the Netflix shows. But like, well, maybe you won't need to watch the show. It'll just be like extra fun. Uh, I can get behind that. Yeah, because they're not going to have Idris Elba and Matt Mack in a show, even though they're both famous for doing shows. Sean, what's your extra fun pick? My extra fun pick is the funnest movie that might be bad. John Wick Chapter 2. It's going to be good, though, right? <laughs> that trailer is so cool. It's the coolest trailer. My guilty guilt about John Wick is that I didn't absolutely love John Wick 1 the way everyone else does. <laughs> yeah, you asshole. <laughs> I was just like, that's good. That was fun. Um, but boy... You know what's exciting about this movie is they got Lawrence Fishburne in it. I mean, it's the two Matrix guys. How can that not be cool? Uh, Matrix 2 and 3. <laughs> Those are cool movies. They weren't good movies, but they were They're cool. cool. Everybody's wearing sunglasses and leather uh, jackets. It's also got uh, Ruby Rose of Triple X The Return of Xander Cage fame. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I think it's most the same people from the first movie, though. And uh, it looks, you know, fucking sweet. So I'm excited. It's, co it's coming out in February, too, which I feel like is a good month for a John Wick movie to be out. <laughs> what's, what's like, the gimmick of John Wick? Like, what makes... What's his thing? So, my problem with john wick was i was reminded what it is in the trailer is that he's just like a guy that just shoots people really efficiently <laughs> and that's not that fun to watch he's just like all right boom 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 boom, boom <laughs> dead 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 Ten guys dead, dead. Boom, boom, boom. and like this guys. isn't like artistic or like there's no like yeah but he's the best there's no thrill in watching this he's like, the I, best i think about a movie like we we're just talking about Kill Zone 2, which is like a. A time for consequences. Yes, yeah, a, a, 
Is it was it a Hong Kong movie? It's a Hong Kong, sla- Hong Kong slash like um, I think Thailand. Yeah, I just feel like over there when they do movies like this, there's so much like it's just fun to watch because everybody's jumping all over the place and shit. And John Wick just like bam, 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 bam. <laughs> like, yeah, I get it. You can kill. Cool. You know that it's funny you bring that up because I feel like the trailer does have sort of a the raid two. Remember the Raid Redemption, and then they made the Raid 2? Yeah. I feel like that trailer had the same vibe of like, look, it's the same guy, but we have way more money now, so we're in like multiple locations. Mm-hmm. And John Wick Chapter 2 has the same thing of like, look, he's going to Rome. He's not just in New York. But um, part of what I loved about the first John Wick movie, not that I love the movie, like I'm not that serious about it, uh, was that they, they hinted at that underworld of, of Hitman and assassins and their weird like casino currency stuff and special suits and uh, it seems like they're going to delve way more into that um in this sequel and hopefully they don't just make it really explicit and stupid but keep hinting at more fun stuff and it's got Lawrence fishburne you guys he's from the matrix he's from the matrix and hannibal and predators not that bad yeah stop ragging on predators you guys leave it alone you guys excited for the the predator in 2018 maybe i i want to be how about someone put arnold in a fucking movie and then actually use arnold in the movie (laughs) it's really it's busy firing people it's really starting to piss me off yeah it sucks it really sucks it's not the comeback we wanted um so my number seven, we'll see uh, some not so welcome stars of last year coming back. Uh, and I'm more interested to hear your guys take than mine because I watched the trailer a really long time ago and <laughs> was interrupted when I was watching it again the other day. So I can't quite remember what it's like, but uh, Justice League. Your guys' thoughts. Is that like it's a, a real trailer or just that one weird thing? I think that's... Is, was that not a real trailer? It was like a panic. Like, oh, we need to, like... People hate us, so we gotta, like, put something out. Even though we've yeah. only been shooting for five minutes. So you're talking about the thing where Batman's just, like, talking to people? And it's like even Batman is Ben Affleck in a suit? Yeah, I think that's all I saw. It's just like, we need to be able to kill more people. <laughs> I need help. They're trying to make it more funny like Marvel. <laughs> It did look more funny, but like not like laugh out loud. Funny. Yeah, yeah. There's like a part where he's, he's talking to Aquaman, right? And he's like, "So you, uh, you, you, you talk to fish." <laughs> it makes the line funnier if you're laughing while you're saying it. He's kind of like Butthead, I guess. <laughs> and we all love Butthead. I think it's hilarious how DC's doing everything backwards. Like, they're getting right into their big Avengers movie, and no one but Superman has had their own film, and he's not in it as as we know so far. Like, yeah. every, like Batman was in the Batman-Superman movie, and everyone else is just... I guess they were all in that Batman-Superman movie, too. Yeah, just varying degrees. Well, I, we, are, we are getting Wonder Woman first. We will have a Wonder Woman movie. True, true. We, I forgot about that. I feel like these movies only exist to piss off Sean. <laughs> and not only 
do they do that by making bad movies? But this movie comes out on Sean's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite thing ever. <laughs> so it's like, what are you going to do, Sean? Are you going to go see this on your birthday? We have to go if you see it on your birthday. I will, I will come see it with you on your birthday, Sean. <laughs> oh my gosh. What? What are they even gonna do? What are they gonna do? They're gonna What's punch left for everyone? Them? They're, gonna They're punch just gonna everyone. hang out. <laughs> they have a villain, but I've never heard of him before. It's not Mister Mixelplexic, is it? <laughs> I wish. I wish Gilbert Godfrey, <laughs> who played him on the cartoon show. But uh, well, I think I know why they picked this villain. So the villain they picked, I did a little like little research on him. His name's Steppenwolf. Um, uh, and he's being played by Siren Hins, who seems kind of old, but I don't know. Maybe he's going to get ripped. <laughs> but, uh... He, of course he's going to get ripped. Everyone has to be ripped in these yeah, movies. But I didn't know Ben Affleck could get ripped. I'm not 100% uh, certain that that was actually Ben Affleck in those, like, tire-throwing scenes. <sighs> don't take that away from me. That's, like, all I liked about that movie. <laughs> Well, I'm not saying it wasn't cool. It's just I don't think it was actually him. So the deal, what I was saying about the villain with Steppenwolf, is that he came from this DC series called New Gods, which is basically just like the, I don't know what you want to call it, all that amulet stuff in the uh, Marvel movies. It's basically just a big knockoff of all that stuff. They even have Darkseed is like the equivalent of uh, Thanos. Like he's the bad guy in New Gods. So it's like I feel like they're just really trying to like rip off Marvel by having this like weird futuristic space god plot, you know, in the background. So I think that's what they're doing. They're building up to like a space war. Oh. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, does that does that sound so, good? So it'll ruin <laughs> space for Sean as well. They're gonna ruin space too. That's cool. Star Wars canceled. <laughs> They'll have to cancel Star Wars. It's so bad. <laughs> well, I don't get is like I feel like DC or Warner Brothers or whoever didn't actually want Zack Snyder to do this movie, but he was like too far like in production for them to take him off. I thought I heard that they hired like an extra producer or something to like keep him in line. Well, they made like Ben Affleck like head like executive producer on this. Just to, mm-hmm. just to like be like, hey, what's going on? Just like slap him every once in a while. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> what is that? It's dark. But it's gonna it's like, suck. Turn Maybe those fucking funny, lights on. What they're for? I can't see anything. That was my favorite. It's gonna be eight hours long. That was my favorite part of. Uh, did you guys watch that like satirical uh, red letter media Rogue One video? Yeah, that was pretty good. It's pretty funny because like it's totally making fun of the the Star Wars show that I watch every week. Oh yeah, and it's pretty good. But like my favorite line of that was how they're like, "Wait, are you talking about how it's like dark in tone?" And then the guy's like, "No, no, no, I just couldn't see anything." <laughs> <laughs> I wanted a Justice League movie for so long, but it doesn't matter. I wanted a good Superman movie more. I'm never going to get that. He's fucking stupid, Shrug. He's got a good heart. That ain't no good. 
Do you think it's more likely that Superman pops up at the end of this one, or if there actually is going to be out a whole movie? Well, I think he's I think he's halfway into the movie. They bring him back. <laughs> okay, yeah, I think he'll show up. It looks like he's in the cast, so never mind. So like, so like two and a half hours into the movie, he'll two come and a half hours in. <laughs> you know, they've they've won the battle at Pelennor Field, so then they have to take the battle to the mouth of Sauron, the gates of Mordor. I forgot that they cast it, Commissioner Gordon, J.K. Simmons. Yeah, remember he got Thunder Guns for that role. <laughs> I don't think ripped. I don't think that's why he got Thunder Guns. Commissioner Gordon gonna rip off his shirt and throw. <laughs> He's gonna help Lois Lane throw the One Ring into the fires of Mount Doom. It's gonna be fucking sweet. Okay. You think they're gonna make Amy Adams get naked again for some stupid reason? Yeah. Yeah? It's going to be even stupider this time. <sighs> so, anticipated movies. What's your number uh, seven, John? Seven, yeah. My number seven. I've been talking to you guys about this um, lately, keeping you, keeping you posted. It's The Shape of Water. It's the new Guillermo del Toro movie. Basically... Sally Hawkins is playing a janitor at a government facility in the 60s, and she falls in love with a fish man played by Doug Jones. That's all I know, but that sounds quirky and fun, and I bet there'll be some good, some great like costume and or puppet stuff going on, so I'm there. You think, you think there's going to be puppets? I, th- I don't know. He'll be a costume for sure, right? He's got to be. Doug Jones? Why would you cast Doug Jones if you're not going to use his weird freakish skeleton-like no, body? It's like, how fishy is he going to be? I don't know. They haven't really got into that. And what's also weird is, like, Doug Jones already played Abe Sapien in the Hellboy movies, and he's basically already a fish man, so... Yeah, but he has, like, a monkey man name, so... Yeah. It's a little different. This guy will be, like, Fish Fishman. <laughs> fish Troutman. <laughs> I guess. Audrey, I like that. It's pretty that. bad. Fish trap. But it's spelled like it's spelled like the band fish. <laughs> I'm just a regular fish trapman. But yeah, it's uh it looks it looks good. Uh, it's got Richard Jenkins, Michael Shannon, um, Michael Stuhlbarg cuz you got to have him if it's in the past. It's like all the M- Michael character actors you got to have if you want your movie to be good. I, I, I did the math and found out 54% of Michael Schulbarg's filmography is in the past. <laughs> We've talked Over about half. this. Yeah. He likes living in the but, past. And, that, and that's not counting Boardwalk Empire. So. Yeah. Uh, so his total on screen time has got to be vastly tipped. <laughs> it's definitely in the past. <laughs> I mean, there's probably a lot of actors that play parts in the past, but I'm, I, I don't know. It's weird for that to be an American actor, though. Like, I feel like there's plenty of British actors that love yeah. the costume drama, but an American? <laughs> Americans hate the past. We look to the future. Such as in your next pick, Sean. Is it set in the future, John? You tell me. You already talked about this movie. It's called The Dark Tower. Oh, so you also have Dark Tower. I don't know when it's set. Um, I want to read the book soon. Yeah, it's on my list because people for fucking ever have been like, you should read the Dark Tower book. And I'm always like, fuck you, there's 90 of those. I'm not going to read that. 
The first one's short, though, so if you like it, it'll probably be easy to read the rest, Yeah, right? but, but and then I'm going to have seen the movie, and so the book's going to be $45. <laughs> so, so see it now, Sean. See it before you have to get a, buy a copy with, like, Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey, like, flexing. <laughs> flexing each other. God, that'd be... They're doing that thing from Predator where they, like, grip all the bands. Um, I guess the only interesting thing I could add which maybe you didn't mention this, John, was the fact that they said it's not really an adaptation of any of the books. It's just kind of a new take on the overall story. Yeah, I think I heard something like and, that. And, you know, that could be... I think that's probably a good thing. Um, although... Because, I mean, when you're adapting a book into a movie, you should actually, like, consider what makes a good movie and not just literally do the story. Um, but of course that could lead into a M. Night Shyamalan, the last airbender type situation where a bad movie becomes the worst movie if you care about the source material. Um, but I, I'm optimistic for the same reason John is because the cast is good and, and they got that junky XL soundtrack to look forward to. Oh, cool. I'm definitely going to read the book beforehand so I can complain more if it's bad. <laughs> All right. Good luck with that. I don't think Colin's going to have any trouble complaining about his next pick, though. I mean, I might, because I don't, like, really know what its deal is, but I know enough. Uh, it's uh, Smurfs, The Lost Village. Ooh, the fourth Smurfs movie? I don't even, even be in know. Theaters? It looked like it was going to be, <laughs> which is perplexing, to say the least. It's weird how these movies start out having, like, some live-action stuff in them, but now they're all just CG and in Smurf World, which is probably how they should have been all along, but... Oh, so this is separate. This is not at all related to the Smurfs and the Smurfs 2. This is a whole new venture. Is Was that a question or a statement? <laughs> That's a statement. I just looked this up on Wikipedia. Okay. Cause I didn't I didn't know that actually. I was shocked to find out that Mandy Patinkin is in this movie. Yeah. Wait, so what what other s- s- there was another one though before this, right? Or is this just the yeah. third one? This is the third one. I mean, okay. <laughs> there was the Legend thought... of Smurfy Hollow. Which I And then there's the one where there is Smurfs and but there's also like bad Smurfs. They're like white and brown. Okay. That sounds pretty provocative. <laughs> hey. White and brown Smurfs? And which ones are bad, I John? Don't know. <laughs> Maybe they were gray and brown. What does the color scheme matter? It's like that episode of Star Trek with the guys who are half white, half black, and the other guys who are half black, half white. It's provocative. Like Oreos. Like Oreos. Excuse me, the negative Smurfs or whatever the hell they are are gray and black. Okay. Or gray and so just white. Like I don't know. They're just the saturated corpses. Yeah, they look stupid. Um, what are they called? Uh, the Naughties. One of them is JB Smoove. Uh oh. Probably swearing a lot. It's Colin, who's in Smurfs three? <laughs> Uh, well, let's see. Uh, Joe Manganiello? I think it's Manganiello. Manganiello, cool. Cool, Manganiello. so there's going to be a muscular Smurf. He's yeah, like he taking off Hef- his pants. 
He plays Hefty. <laughs> hefty. Uh, Rain Wilson as Gargamel, taking over from Hank Azaria in real life. Who'd you say, Ray Winstone? Rain Wilson. <laughs> Rain Wilson. <laughs> I would have liked Ray Winstone. <laughs> like a grizzled wizard. <laughs> Uh, okay. Then Mandy Patinkin as Papa Smurf, Demi Lovato as Smurfette, the star uh, of the movie. Not Katy Perry anymore. It's <laughs> just downgrading by every sequel. Yeah. Wait, who you haven't gotten to my favorite. It was like Katy Perry, wasn't it? Okay. Colin, who plays Baker Smurf? Which one's that? The one who bakes. What's his name? Was like Baker Bakey. Smurf. I don't know. Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Where'd you find this information? Wikipedia. Uh huh. Uh. Yeah, Jeff Dunham. Got Jake Johnson in there. Still alive. This looks horrible. (laughs) This looks really bad. What are they even doing? It's got an original Megan Trainer song. <laughs> All about that Smurf. This is so dumb. Why are we talking about baby movie, Colin? Why do you bring baby movies into this conversation? All I want to hear about is hard on. <laughs> All right. Well, this I believe is this. Yeah, this is the last baby movie. Well, no, there's one that's kind of a baby movie, but fucking serious baby movie. <laughs> the guy who directed this movie is 57 years old. He's made so many baby <laughs> movies. Cool. Such as oh, he's just worked on a bunch of baby movies. <laughs> this is his big moment. This is his big moment. I guess he also directed. I want to hear Nancy say one thing about Smurfs: The Lost Village. <laughs> no, I don't Julie. give a shit. I want to hear you say one thing. <laughs> uh, I, I, I literally have nothing. I, I have nothing to say. It's good. You shouldn't, because it shouldn't exist. It looks like it'll Smurf. Hey, John, what's your Smurf pick? <laughs> it's Smurf Driver. Oh, no, whoops! Uh, it's Baby Driver, which is a new Edgar Wright movie. It's about a talented getaway driver played by Ansel Igort, who works for different bank robbers and uh, gets in trouble and shit. And he like listens to music a lot. Oh, so it's that Ryan Gosling movie. Um, well, you know, what's interesting is I saw that Edgar Wright had already used this concept for a music video he made in, like, 2006, 5, and I watched it, and it's just like a guy, it stars like the guy from Mighty Boosh, Noel Fielding, and he's, like, hanging out in a car waiting for the guys to go rob a bank, and he's just, like, listening to music, and he's just, like, rocking out in the car, but then, like, guys come out, like, security guards, and he tries to make it look like he's, like, a valet, and, like, he's actually really funny and really interesting, so... I think Edgar Wright can make a premise that doesn't sound that good. Like, I think it'll be a great movie. And it's got, like, Jamie Foxx and John Hamm and Kevin Spacey. Space Man. And Meryl Streep has apparently just been added to the cast. What? Flea. Flea? Equals in the acting realm. <laughs> equals in the acting community. The only problem is it got away all the way till August. Oh man. That's when Ant-Man came out. Is that just when Edgar Wright movies come out? That's when, like, the last two... Well, at least the last one came out. World's End... I feel like Scott Pilgrim also came out in August. 
It's like they don't expect them to do really well at the box office, but they don't really. They're not going to give them the death of September. They're pretty good. Um, you're right. It was released in August. <laughs> His last two movies were released in August. That's weird. All right, Sean, will your next movie be released in August? Uh, let me check real quick. <laughs> I think it's later in the year. I think it's more like. October, November. Yeah, November 3rd. Ooh. With that hit, the November 3rd release date, does anyone know what movie I'm talking about? Mm, something Marvel? I don't know. You're right! It's Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'm with you, Shane. Because we're the only people that like Thor 2. I liked Thor 1 and Thor 2 a lot. Too much, apparently. Because a lot of people are like... Those are the bad Marvel movies. It's uh, you, it's hey, Sean. It's you, me, and the homeless guy that was sitting next to me and Colin during. Was he sitting two. right next to you? Like was, right next to us. I think he was in the the row in front of us, which is pretty uh, cool. Maybe he was know. like to the side was, of you. I think it was like one seat over. This guy was like harassing us outside the theater. Yeah, I was we... scared that he sat so close to us after <laughs> harassing us earlier. I was like, is Macy going to get stabbed? <laughs> Why me? Because you were the one talking to him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't remember me. Anyways. Yes, I'm excited about this movie uh, for the same reasons I get excited about a lot of Marvel movies. They're generally good, and this one has a good cast and a good director. In this case, it's Taika Waititi, uh, who is, his last two movies have made my top ten list, so they were pretty good movies. Um, and he's, I believe, also uh, did some, some of the writing, although I don't think he wrote the script. Uh, but we do know that it's somewhat based on the Planet Hulk storyline, which is a story where Hulk gets sent into space and he crashes his spaceship on a gladiator planet and just ends up gladiating with people and he takes over the whole world and he gets married and he lives happily ever after until his ship explodes and kills everyone on the planet except for him. Uh, so that'll be cool to see happen. Um, it's It adds some great actors uh you know we're running out of the list of great actors that haven't been in marvel movies but this one has um on top of you know returning favorites like chris hemsworth tom hiddleston and Idris elba uh it adds kate blanchett it adds jeff goldblum it adds tessa thompson it adds uh well carl urban give him some love boom <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, like Mark Ruffalo's back, Anthony Hopkins back, uh, based on Doctor Strange. Sounds like Bennett Cumberbatch will be in it. Um, the rumor has it that after Hunt for the Wilder People, Sam Neill got himself a little little part in this movie. We'll see if that turns out to be true or not. I'm excited. It, so it sounded like Doctor Strange was, like has a way bigger role than than we thought he would. Yeah, let's hope so. Yeah, so he can be like, mm. what was that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, he's always like, mm. yawns. What are you doing? Uh, he's just being an asshole. <laughs> okay, it's an asshole noise. Gotcha. So it's like a gladiator planet. That sounds like a pretty good plot. I can wrap my mind around that. 
Yeah, and, and of course, I don't know how much of that they're going to do because it's called Thor Ragnarok. Although, it sounds like that also might just be because Marvel gets way more money if they don't call movies with Hulk, Hulk. <laughs> like what? Something to do with the rights? So, some weird rights issue where if they call the movie Hulk something, then it's like, oh, fuck, we lose so much money. Well, that's why they can't make another Hulk. Because, like, Universal owns Hulk or something. Or... Universal or like own standalone Hulk. Standalone Hulk, but not f- friend of the family Hulk. Yeah. But I mean, same same way that like Captain America Civil War was like, it didn't really feel that much like a Captain America movie. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of people in there. And, and, and this one, of course, will actually just focus on like the Thor characters and Hulk and Doctor Strange, which is good. We don't need a bunch of movies in a row that are just like, here's all the guys again. But I, I like having movies where there's like two or three of them. That's yeah, fun. yeah, that's good. It, it was that was the weird thing about Iron Man, two and three, right? Where it's like, he he's in he he has all these friends and like the president's been kidnapped. Why aren't they helping? <laughs> Did Iron Man three come out after the Avengers? Yeah. Iron Man 2 came out before the Avengers. Isn't that interesting? It's not. Colin, what's your next pick? It's uh, The Mummy. (laughs) 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 Okay, so we all saw The Mummy trailer without all the sound effects and music, right? On like a 200-foot screen screaming at us. What? Wait, what are you talking about? So... There's a great, um, it was on the IMAX YouTube channel where they uploaded the Mummy trailer, but it's missing like a lot of audio. <laughs> it has all the dialogue. It has all the dialogue. And so that scene where he's being sucked out of the plane, it's just a bunch of screaming and then every once in a while like a little thud. <laughs> so it's just Tom Cruise being like, ah, yeah. You can hear like the screams. They sound really bad and they like repeat ones and. It's just like it's hilarious. one of the best videos in the history of the internet. I can't believe you guys didn't know about it. Um, no, I knew about it. There have been Colin was the only one I didn't never, know. No one okay. ever told me. So go seek out that the movie trailer. That's pretty much just dialogue. It's so good. Okay. But besides that, like, what reason do you have to doubt this masterpiece? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. I just don't know what they're like going for. I guess they're they want to reboot the mummy, and it's they don't. It's just so weird. Yeah, I have a I have a million reasons. I to think hate John this movie probably already. has more than I do. Mine is just like it like fucking looks like an underworld movie or something. Like it just looks like a shitty like karate slash horror movie that's not a really a horror movie okay so when i heard that they were going to do a universal monsters franchise i was thinking okay well, what's the appeal of the universal monsters it's like oh they're kind of like slow like these weird like misunderstood monster morality tales it's like is that what they're gonna do it's like oh fuck, no that's definitely not what they're gonna do <laughs> they basically just remade the mummy movie that already exists with brendan fraser but put it in modern day with mission impossible like stunts because you got Tom Cruise, so it might as well be Mission Impossible. Like, the mummy's barely even in the trailer. It's mainly about Tom Cruise, like, dying, and then Russell Crowe being like, 
you're welcome to the world of the gods or some bullshit. Because Russell Crowe's Dr. Jekyll. Oh, what? what, what? what? Is it, was that gonna, is something going to happen with that? <laughs> so it's like, now you're telling me we're going to get like a shitload of like shitty action horror movies? Like, so, like la- last time I checked, The Rock is still the leading choice for The Wolfman. Not even Frankenstein's monster. The Wolfman. A man. He's more imposing as a man already. <laughs> and he doesn't have any hair on his body. And it's like, oh, Johnny Depp's Invisible Man. Like, this all sounds terrible. It's like, yeah, they're just going to make a bunch of shitty Underworld meets Mission Impossible movies. And I'm pretty sure it's going to die, like, after the second one they try. I feel like it's going to be exactly like... Like, didn't they talk about doing this kind of, you know, like, cross-branding with, like, that Dracula Untold movie? Mm Yeah. I feel like it's just going to be exact, the exact same thing where they make this mummy movie and it does shitty and no one likes it. And they're like, eh, never mind. Let's not do any more of these. <laughs> well, except they must have already paid Russell Crowe to do a Dr. Jekyll movie, right? Like, Yeah, but they can probably get out of that contract somehow. <laughs> there are always ways of not making shitty movies. Tell that to Monster Trucks. I know. Sometimes you just go so far you can never go back. <laughs> well, I think we're missing the most exciting thing, which is that the mummy is a lady with four pupils. Ooh. What? Weird. Weird, guys. <laughs> I think... I was going to say, I think they also... Alex Kurtzman like, is in charge of this whole thing. And if you know Alex Kurtzman, he's a writer who has done a lot of bad movies some okay he co-wrote into darkness um but he also like wrote like transformers and transformers range of the fallen and cowboys and aliens so it's probably gonna have a transformers vibe to it too i don't know it just sounds like shit yup so when they get to the when they get to the team up movie is it just gonna be the humans that killed all these monsters teaming up against another monster i'm so confused I'm confused because it also made it made it seem like like Tom Cruise is now undead, so maybe he's like he's like a super male. <gasps> he mummy. was the mummy after all. I don't know. I think Van Helsing will probably show up too. Whoa. I think they have a Van Helsing movie in the world, or maybe Vin Helsing. <laughs> Tom Kill Monster. <laughs> it's gonna be that. It's gonna be about that good. <laughs> It's like, I don't get it. It's like, horror movies that are cheap do well. Like, why didn't you just do that franchise in that direction? No, you're going to be like, let's spend, like, so much money that we're definitely going to make back. <laughs> just make it an action movie. Like, fuck it. To characters from, like, 70, 80 years ago. I guess, because I guess The Mummy has more, like, that's the one you start with, because, like, oh, people remember the Brendan Fraser movies. Kind of. <laughs> At this point. <laughs> I just want these people to make a really expensive Cthulhu movie. I don't know why no one's doing that. Like, if you're going to make an expensive horror movie, it should be Cthulhu. Stop yeah, fucking around. Sense. Do a Cthulhu franchise universe. A lot of those stories from H.P. Lovecraft are connected. It'd just be really dark. It'd be hard R all the way. So I'd never stop being So hard. I just checked Alex Kurtzman Wikipedia. Wikipedia is saying uh, 2018 will be The Invisible Man and Van Helsing and The Vampire Chronicles are coming. 
Vampire Chronicles. Has there ever been a good movie with Chronicles in the title? <laughs> There's Chronicle. Yeah, that's all right. Singular. <laughs> but if it was The Chronicles, I don't know, Sean. I don't know. Do you know what your next pick is? I sure do. It's It. Uh-oh. That's an old horror. Yeah, it's older. It's based off Stephen King's book from the 80s. Um, I'm actually reading it right... I hear squeaking in the background. Shut the fuck up! Um, <laughs> I'll edit that out, or I'll keep it in. I haven't decided yet. You're talking. It's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping that was Nancy talking. Okay, so it, yeah, it's a book from the 80s. I'm reading it right now, but I'm doing it audiobook, so it's going to be like 45 hours of me listening to Steven Weber. Ooh. But I think I'm okay with that. But it is a really long book about a bunch of kids growing up in the past, in the 50s, but I think they've moved it to the 80s for this movie. And they're haunted by this weird, scary clown monster that, like, kills kids. And then later on, like, when they're adults... They go back to this hometown because the murders start happening again because they happen like every 20-something years from this clown called Pennywise. And Pennywise is being played by a Skarsgård. Which one? Bill Skarsgård? He's like a young one. He's a new Uh, one. This popped another one out. And what's what's interesting about this movie is what they're doing is they're making the, the, the past part first. They're doing the the 80s one and they're going to do a sequel that's in modern day and that's kind of interesting because in the book it goes back and forth but they're just splitting up into two separate stories um i'm really excited to see if that works out it sounds like they're going in all the right directions stephen king's like pumped about it he like tweets about it all the time yeah but doesn't stephen Um, king have a bad taste in movies based on his books he has a very bad taste in movies yes that's true (laughs) <laughs> so, so I don't know about that. Did you mention the original movie? Yeah, I rented it from the library when I was a kid. <laughs> it's on two VHS. Yeah, it's on tapes. like eight VHS tapes. <laughs> it's it's like I don't know. It's like a made-for-TV movie. It is what it is. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize it was made for TV. Yeah, it has like some good parts, but I'd say overall, it's just kind of stupid. It's okay. Um, but I'm excited for this one. What does worry me is that it was in production hell for a long time. Um, Kerry Fukudaga, you guys probably heard of him, was attached to do it for a long time. And then he dropped out for creative differences. And that scares me. I don't know what those creative differences could have been. He doesn't like clowns. He doesn't like clowns. He's like, we got to change it. It can't be a clown. It's got to be a jester. I'm too scared. <laughs> the Jester Chronicles is what we're calling it. Um, so they handed it off to Andres, I don't know how to say his name, Andres Muschietti. According to his Wikipedia, he's also known as Andy Muschietti. He directed uh, Mama from Mama. a few years ago, which I actually really liked. So this is only his second movie he's ever done. So it's a big, it's a big project for like a, you know, a newcomer to take on. So <laughs> like that's not always a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, that happens a lot, and it rarely works out. When's the last time like? An indie director was given like a huge movie, and it was like it just fucking nailed it. Totally worked. Yeah. Uh. There's been a lot of cases where it it's been okay. What about like the Ryan Coogler doing Creed? 
Yeah, that's that's probably the closest. That Creed I can think was sweet. Of, of recent year. That was a good movie. Uh, so yeah, I hope it's at least as good as Creed. And if it's good, that'll be cool. Then we'll have another one to look forward to. Creepy clowns. And it has a bunch of kids from like Stranger Things in it or something. Oh, the Stranger it's Kids. At least it has one of them at least. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, Sean. It has like the main one though, I think. Oh. Is that not good? You wish it was the kid with the weird teeth? No, weird teeth. He's just missing teeth. Miss. Okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that one's my favorite. Is there people with weird teeth in your next film, Sean? Probably because they're all British. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's Dunkirk, the uh, the Chris Nolan new movie about the uh, the Dunkirk evacuation during World War Two. Uh, I like Christopher Nolan movies. They tend to be pretty good. I like World War Two movies. I can't Is this think World of World War One. No, it's the Dun- it's the Dunkirk evacuation. Uh, that's that's when like they're like we gotta get out of you're France. Thinking, you're thinking of Wonder Woman, Colin. Ah, oh, yes, of course. <laughs> that <laughs> stop thinking about Wonder Woman, Colin. But she's so cool. She has an invisible plane. How many invisible planes are in Dunkirk? Um, I mean, unlimited. You can say, look at all this. (laughs) I mean, if you've seen the trailer, they're looking up and you hear a plane, but you don't see it. So, at least one. Um, Shared universe? (laughs) I hope not. Uh, Because it looks pretty heavy. It's got uh, Kenneth Branagh doing, like, a big speech. You see, like, Mark Rylance in the trailer. He's like... There's no running away from this. We're all going to die. And like Killian Murphy's like, I want to run away. And you see Tom Hardy in there and he's like, he's wearing like uh, pilot stuff. So you can't see his face. So it's like, oh yeah, he was Bane. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Do you think he like only talks through like his pilot <laughs> apparatus or whatever? And so he has a really distorted, funny voice. Well, one can hope, right? Yeah. Oh, it's like Christopher Nolan. Uh, Christopher Nolan's like best director since Better Than Fight Club. <laughs> I was waiting for Colin to say something like that. <laughs> Why did I say that? And you're always like, fuck Christopher Nolan. Why do I like fuck Christopher Nolan? When other people like Christopher Nolan. I like Christopher Nolan just fine. I know, but you don't like that. But he's like best ever since like 2001 Space Odyssey. He's not best ever, but he's probably like the best guy making super expensive blockbusters, I would say. But fuck him. <laughs> also- what do you guys think about Christopher Nolan? Well, everyone was asking Tom Hardy if he's going to be Bond, and he's like, I can't talk about that. And they're like, should Christopher Nolan do Bond? Should Christopher Nolan be Bond? Yeah. He's pretty suave. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's time we got an older Bond, you know? <laughs> Who can direct his own movie. <laughs> an older, fatter Bond. I mean, he always has like, a suit. He's halfway not, there. Maybe he's already filming it. We just don't know. <laughs> what a twist. It's a, it's a documentary. 
Am I a better sweat? What? <laughs> I was gonna say a better way to. Am I sweat? Am I sweat? Am I sweat? There you go. That's so sexy. Mm. Am I sweat? Oh yeah, it's it's the sexiest bond yet. Full penetration. <laughs> Just like in my next movie, <laughs> Fifty Shades Darker. I assume, unless. He's just into whipping. I'm not sure. I don't know much about these books or the first movie. But uh, it's weird that they're making another one. I feel like most of the people involved didn't want to make another one. But they're like, these books were popular in what feels like another lifetime. (laughs) So let's make another movie because the first movie... Did all right, I guess. I don't know. I don't have much to say about this. Why do they have to only set shitty franchises in Seattle or Washington State? Friggin' Twilight, Grey's Anatomy. Get it out of here. Just a real, like, emo, like, moody city. Pretty emo. Or sexy emo. The killing. The killing. Yeah, does anyone know anything about Fifty Shades Darker? I know as the series goes on, there's like some weird thing with Christian Grey and like an older woman like slept with him like in, I don't know, when he's like a teen. There's like all bunch of controversy. And... Sounds like that episode <sighs> of Frasier. What? That episode of Frasier? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't get that. So you gotta explain it. Con, do you get that? Frasier I don't even get team. that. You don't remember that episode where, like, it, this like lady in Seattle, uh, releases this book. It's like a memoir about like her torrid affair with her piano student, and it turns out like, like, it was Frasier. No, I don't remember this at oh, all. It's a great episode. But basically, Fraser's all pissed because, like, like she like you know published his works. Oh, so he scooped so he, him. Yeah, so he like goes. Oh, she's just like private moment, you know. And everyone's all making fun of Fraser, and you know the dad's like, "That's what I was paying for," you know. Because he was not horrified that his son was raped. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, you know, they're all like proud of Fraser because he's like a total nerd, you know. Uh. Oh. <laughs> so then he goes over to the lady's house and she's like it's like the super old lady and I guess Fraser doesn't like recognize her so and she's like she think she he thinks she has dementia and like doesn't remember him. But it turns out that's the lady's mom. Mm. Nancy, this episode so that, sounds horrifying. It does. <laughs> It's pretty funny. It does do not sound remember? like it. Well, I'm not doing a great job. He's not adding the jokes. Yeah. The jokes make everything funny. <laughs> he's just in Frasier for the plot. Yeah. I mean, this is like a pitching tense plot of like, we're just going deep into this horrific story and it keeps getting worse. But yeah, because it's funny because like, you know, like the the old woman's all like flattered, like oh we, and because Fraser's like explaining, oh you know we, 
you know, had a relationship once. She's like, oh, really? Oh, okay. Let me get you some tea, you know? And then the actual lady uh, comes in. Is she still totally hot? You know, she's like, she's like, uh, she's not like super old. I don't know if I'd say totally hot. (sighs) But I bet in standard def, she's totally hot because you like, you can't tell. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah, but then and then the kicker at the end is like Fraser's like, oh maybe we should go out or something. Well, I don't think he says that, but he's like about to, and then her like young ass boyfriend comes over and it's like, you ready to go? Oh, it's like a sixteen year old kid. I don't. Think he he's like 16. skateboards up. <laughs> but he's like he's like younger than Fraser. He's like twenty five or something. She's like, what can I say? I'm a predator. <laughs> <laughs> you really got it out for this lady, Sean. I, I think society would be on my side. Not according to Fraser. Things cool. were different back then. It yeah, was cool for a kid to sleep with a way older woman than him. Lighten up, Sean. Yeah, lighten up, Sean. This kid deserves a high five. It's Fraser, man. You think he's getting laid and? Regular laid? <laughs> yeah, I do. It seems like it. Not to Harvard. I don't like this. John, what's your yeah, number the... four? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with anything. That's what are you talking about? the plot to Fifty Shades Darker, apparently. Yeah, just assume. I'm sure it's exactly that. Like it takes place in Seattle. Yeah. Same yeah, damn see? thing. Good night, Seattle. Mine's good night. My number four is I don't know how to say it. Um, Okja or maybe Okja. Sean, how would you know Japanese? How would you pronounce O K O K J A? Uh, well, I guess Okja, but okay, I'll go with Okja. That's a weird way to spell Justice League. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not Justice League, but now I don't see anybody in here who's in Justice League. Sorry. Uh, it's a um, the latest movie from Bong Joon-ho, who oh. made, most recently, Snowpiercer, which was a sweet movie about, like, a future train. With He's America. not Japanese, uh, is he? Who's not Japanese? I said South Korean. Oh. I thought you asked how oh, I pronounced I Japanese. Oh, I opened it with saying Japanese, didn't I? Well, there, there's the problem. <laughs> See, now it makes sense. Now, okay, now I'm with you. So this is a movie about a train again? Another train movie? It's This one's not about a train. Oh. So this one is about, uh, so it says, a young girl uh, risks everything to prevent a powerful multinational company from kidnapping her best friend, a massive animal named Okja. Oh. Uh, so I guess it's like a monster. Like when a monster calls? I don't know. But yeah, it, what's interesting is like part of the cast is South Korean, but then it also has uh, Tilda Swinton and Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, huh? I, yeah. And what's really cool is it's a Netflix movie, so it's gonna be on. Netflix. Oh, so we don't have to do any work. We could just sit at home and be like fucking lazy as shit, <laughs> you know, and watch it in between episodes of Frasier. <laughs> so there you go. I mean, you you gotta see it now. All you have to do is just sit down and like hit the remote, and then just you know like eat some snacks and watch it. It's easy. You don't even have to leave your house. This is the future. It's crazy. Like 
Netflix is starting to like do movies that aren't super cheap, you know? Like I mean it's not a super expensive movie, it's fifty million dollars, but uh, still that's that's a decent chunk for a nice little Netflix movie. With a monster and Jake Gyllenhaal. This isn't on my list, but you guys see that trailer that came out today for the Netflix movie The Discovery? No. It looks awesome. It's got a oh. cool premise too. It's about like what life is like after scientists prove the existence of the afterlife. <laughs> and it stars um, Rooney Mara and Jason Siegel and like Robert Redford and Jesse Plemons are in it. Looks pretty sweet. When'd that come out? I it must be soonish. And it's on Netflix. Okay. Interesting. And one more thing about Okja. It was written by Bong Joon-ho and John Ronson. What? The f- what? John Ronson, Uptown the, the funk? writer who, you know. <laughs> that's that's Mark Ronson, Sean. <laughs> John Ronson wrote um if we're talking movies, <laughs> he co-wrote or he wrote that movie Frank and Men Who Stare oh, at Goats. I mean, oh. it's like quirky stuff. So I love Frank, but fuck the Men Who Stare at Goats. <laughs> I didn't I didn't see that one, so. I mean, he's a great writer. I, I like some of his books. Did you see the so Men I Who imagine this will be Stare at Goats, Sean? I have not seen the Men Who Stare at Goats. You just hate the idea of it. Fuck that movie. But it's George Clooney, Sean. Oh, yeah. Money Monster himself. <laughs> How did that do review-wise? Does anyone want to put in a guess? The Men Who Stare at Goats? Metacritic or Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, so I, 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 I guess I don't know, I guess around fifty percent for both. Fifty-two. Okay. Uh, way lower. Uh, zero. No, it was. It was. It 52. was fifty-two. I, I gave you were the, exactly I gave right. <laughs> that was it, Mike. Damn it! I still said zero. I hate it so much. Fucking Sean, do you th- are you afraid your next pick will get a zero? Uh, what number are we? <laughs> number four, right? Number four. four. Uh, no, that's Baby Driver. No, it's gonna be good, man. It's gonna be good. You already talked about it. It's about a baby who learns how to drive. He My boss, boss baby. <laughs> he becomes. Does Boss the Baby body. drive? Not that I saw. He drives a little, you know, little kid car, like a like a go kart wheels. Oh, like a Power Wheels. Yeah. Think there's still time to work in a Golden Showers, Jeff. Into Boss Baby. I feel I like a, there's a, a lot of chance there already is. Yeah, I feel like a lot of movies with babies already have that joke where like they're changing the diaper and the baby pees on you. Yeah. He's like, I wish that was on me. <laughs> Uh, anyways, my number four pick probably doesn't have any golden showers. It's called Power Rangers. Oh, you'd be surprised. (laughs) Yeah. So, it's like, yeah, I get it. They were going to make it anyways. Right, Nancy? Oh, yeah. It's like, they weren't going to not make a Power Rangers movie. But it just seems weird that they're going in the direction of like, yeah, it doesn't have any Power Rangers in it. <laughs> or, or at least from the trailer I watched, it just shows them as like kids with like superpowers. 
that I think they just don't want to like give it all away. Give it all away. I mean, they've shown the just, they've shown the pictures. It's like a lot happens though in that trailer. Maybe maybe it's just like the first third of the movie they're showing in the trailer. I don't know. You haven't seen it the kind of seems like it. What what? You haven't seen the Power Ranger costumes? Are you are you being serious right now? You haven't seen that are shit? You fucking kidding me? Wait, are you talking to me? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen them. I just don't see them in the trailer. Well, yeah, they're, that was like a teaser. Yeah. The, the, you pretty, know, is it the, a teaser? It's a pretty long teaser. They're just like, the look at these teenagers. Look at this rock. This is good shit. Good shit. The second one, they're going to be like, it's morphin' time. And everyone in the theater is going to ejaculate. Because it's going to be so excited. <laughs> oh my god, they said it's morphin' time. Yeah, this is this is a weird one because it's like people are like oh, some people are like I'm so excited. I'm like, why are you excited? This is like a shitty show you watched like after coming home from school and pooping your pants. And then other people, it's got some angry fanboys there. And then other people are like, um, what was my what example did I already use? Other people that are stoked for it. People that are like, then there's the people that are like. Oh, this this is so this is so stupid. It's like the Power Rangers were never good. Yeah, that's all right. Just they're never good. It's the, they're stupid. It's the same thing with the fucking like Ninja Turtles, where they're like, "How are they yeah. gonna get this right?" And it's like, it's a dumb fucking idea. It's called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's called Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible to do it good because it was never good in the first place. But it was good when we were six years old. It's good if you're. If you have a not developed brain. <laughs> oh, but Colin, this time it's gritty. Yeah, okay. So dark. I can't even see it. It's so dark. <sighs> Colin, it's going to have... That's, that's why you couldn't see the costumes, Colin. It was just too dark. Colin, it's going to have Heisenberg as Zordon. Yeah, when has he been in a good movie? He's going to be like, you teenagers have attitude. And they're like, are you Zordon? And he's like, you're goddamn right. <laughs> and they'll be like, Woo. And... And Bill Hader is Alpha 5. Bill Hader is Alpha 5. Couldn't show his face. And I guess Elizabeth Banks is Rita Repulsa, though she just looks like Poison Ivy. I don't get it. She's like all green. The, the costumes look horrible. So bad. horrible. Like one of, one of the best things about the Power Ranger costumes was that they were so simple. And now it's like... You can like everyone's got built-in abs, boobs. and like the women costumes have built-in <laughs> boobs for some reason. <laughs> Boob armor <laughs> for no reason. Just gotta gotta arm those boobs. Man. Everyone looks like they're naked. Like that's a trend too. I feel like because Superman looks naked in his costume in his new movies. Yeah, they're like we're gonna take the underpants shading out, and that'll make it look better. But it's like no, it just looks like his dick's hanging out now. It's not cool. <laughs> what the hell? Dicks out. That's what you know. Movies are like these days. But I think they did some smart stuff this time, guys. I think they made it so that the Black Ranger is not the black guy on the team. I think he's the Blue Ranger now. Mm. Yeah, they made it slightly less racist. <laughs> well, they made it way. It's not racist anymore at all. I heard people really mad about that. Like, I no, I liked it when it was racist. <laughs> Was the Yellow Ranger Asian? In the original, yeah. And people are pissed. Be pissed, pissed about something that actually matters. 
Yeah, yeah like seriously. like Justice League. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, you guys. This one looks dumb enough that it might be kind of fun. I don't know. Well, I'm Maybe. looking at the guy who wrote it. Wow, he also wrote Flight. Lot, this lot movie has this is probably almost paycheck. three times the budget of The Dark Tower. Shit! What is the budget? $150 million. $150 million. Uh, that's a lot. Oh, man. But, like, we have to see it, right? No. <laughs> no, but Power Rangers is the reason me and Sean are well, friends. Well, you and Sean can see it. My mom wouldn't let me watch Power Rangers. I had to watch it at Kelly Burrell's house. <laughs> Because it's too violent. Hella violent. All it shows you is that when you get punched, a bunch of sparks come out. <laughs> yeah. That's why I never punched anybody. I, I punch people fire. all the time. You see, they totally fucked up here. What they should have done is they should have made it like 21 Jump Street. 21 Jump Street. How do we know it's? How do we know it's not? Just based on the tone of the trailer. The tone of the trailer and just the people that got involved in the project, like the way to go with something that was stupid when it was originally on is to go kind of like lighthearted. Like, why not do that? Why not make it kind of funny? It would be way better if this was like a kind of a comedy. Because it's not. It's too, and then you can like see everything that's going on. Imagine there's a scene where like one of the guy rangers ends up being the pink ranger and he's like, guys, I didn't want to be the pink ranger. Yeah, and like Channing Tatum's there, and he's like way too old. <laughs> I just watched Twenty Two Jump Street recently. That's got some good scenes in it. Yeah, I, mean, I, had, a, I had a fun time. It's a fun movie. Just like John's number three. A... Yeah, hell yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy two, Volume two. Volume two. Doesn't that look fun in that trailer? It. It looks really fun. A trailer that made me laugh. Yeah. How often do you get one of those? Yeah, it looks like funny and action-packed, and I love that it's got Fox on the Run in the trailer. I'm really excited to see what the soundtrack will be for the oh, next you, movie. You know actually. what this reminds me of is when we were talking about the soundtrack of the first movie, uh, you were talking about uh, other songs that fit that tone. I think one of the first ones you went with was uh, Dancing in the Moonlight. You're like, this is definitely going to be the next one, right? Um, yeah. They did a trailer for that Guardians of the Galaxy video game that Telltale's making. The song they used, Dancing in the Moonlight. I actually saw that. You see, that actually kind of disappointed me because I wanted to do a top ten of songs that I could imagine in the next Guardians. And that trailer came out, and Dancing in the Moonlight was my number one. So I was like, well, never mind. <laughs> well, it means you were right. It's just, you know, that, those, those are my jams, those weird, like, 70s that pop That could hits. still be, like, a rock talk episode. Totally. I got I got a list. We reveal our list. We got to do it before they actually release like the soundtrack. Yeah. And, like tell people what's in it. But yeah, I mean, I don't really know much about the plot. I know Kurt Russell's in it. Um, As a planet dad, yeah, just about planet dad. But I think they're kind of like getting away from the whole planet thing. It okay. sounds like that's probably good. That's probably good. Yeah, um, I think Sylvester Stallone has a cameo. Oh, sweet, <laughs> that could be funny. Hopefully he arm wrestles uh, Batista. <laughs> oh, that would be sweet. It says he plays Nova Corps member, oh. so he'll probably look just like Judge. Is Fred. John C. Riley still in it? I don't see his name oh. anywhere. But yeah, I don't know. 
I mean, I don't know much about it, but what do you need to know? They just the cast has great chemistry. It's funny. Um, I think it's not supposed to be collect, uh, connected to like the overall Marvel plot, so maybe that'll make it better. Because I don't really care about like magic cubes and jewels. Yeah, and stuff. That, that's what it's all about. Though. <laughs> it's all about. Yeah, but I don't like what it's all well, about. Well, you know. <laughs> I like when they get away from what it's all about. Well, and we know they're going to be in uh, Infinity War next year in 2018. So, yeah, so they're just having fun. This is like a side. This is a side quest. From what I understand, there's one more gem we need to talk about before. It's true. Before the the big one. So maybe that'll be in Ragnarok. Yeah, probably. Fucking gem. Yeah, we got. I've gone over all the other gems. It's so it's so funny because like the the overarching plot to this entire thing like nobody knows about and nobody cares about. And it's a villain who's not that interesting. He's just We've seen him and nobody ever. Really, 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 really powerful. So powerful. I, I think I think it'll be interesting when it needs to be interesting. Well, like, now it's just, like, some purple guy at the end of movies, and no one, like, and everyone forgets by the time they get in their car. <laughs> he had quite a few scenes in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, did he? I don't even yeah, remember. Yeah, he yells at... He's just, like, yelling at his kids yeah. and shit. <laughs> like, Howard the Duck is there or something. Howard the Duck, yep. Seth Green. Sean, is Seth Green in your movie? Um, I can't rule it out because it is a Marvel movie, but it's not a normal Marvel movie. It's Spider-Man Homecoming. A Sony movie. Uh, I really like Spider-Man, you guys. I haven't got to talk about it in a while. He's really cool because he swings around. And he's got hot problems. Like, Yeah. I, I can't believe I'm excited about Spider-Man again. I never thought that would happen after those not-so-amazing Spider-Man <laughs> films. <laughs> But, like, after Civil War, it's like, yeah, I like the new Spider-Man. I like that he's younger. I like that Tony Stark is his mentor and hitting on his aunt. That's mm-hmm. funny. Everything looks good. The trailer looked funny. Birdman's in it. Has a different kind of Birdman. Yeah, Michael Keaton. <laughs> it's kind of weird, right? It's like, he plays Batman, then he plays a movie that's, like, sort of poking fun at how he was Batman, but he plays a, he's famous for playing a bird guy, and now he's playing a bird guy. <laughs> Very meta casting. Yeah. I'm about it, though. Looks sweet. Looks way better than uh, Paul Giamatti in Rhino Armor. Ugh. Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck was that? <laughs> I like the cast, too. It looks like they got like a lot of diversity, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, you know, to make up for the fact that they didn't have the balls to do Miles Morales, Donald Glover. I bet they're kind of embarrassed about that now that Donald Glover is the king of the world. He's yeah, his star is really shining bright these days. But I like Tom Holland. I like that he's just like wimpy little kid. Mm-hmm. That's funny. This looks like a young adult <laughs> movie, which I'm into. Yeah, it and yeah, it just well uh, to that point, it's kind of refreshing because we've gotten so used to all the Marvel superheroes being 45 years old. It's it's kind of nice to go back and have like a 17 year old superhero. Yeah, I like hearing people say who were working on the screenplay say like, "Oh yeah, John Hughes was a big inspiration when we were writing this movie." It's like, "Oh, that's that's kind of interesting. That sounds like fun." 
So I would totally like if it's like a John Hughes movie, but superheroes, that might be an interesting mashup. I think the only thing I'm worried about is they've been really vague on the villain situation. Like, we know Vulture is the main bad guy, but also Shocker's in this movie, and there might be like someone else as a villain. No, I don't know what the deal with that is. Maybe they're gonna be like minor things or like just teasing at stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's fair yeah. to be concerned about the fact that since this is a Sony movie, they might be like, eh, let's make a lot of Spider-Man movies, please. <laughs> they have a deal, right? They have to make one like every year. Is that true? I don't think every. I don't think that's true. <laughs> they well, they have, well. All I know is an animated Spider-Man movie is coming out next year, and then another Spider-Man movie is the year after that. There is a Spider-Man every year movie every year for the next at least four years. Oh, guys. Well, I I feel like Spider-Man's like, I feel like Sony's kind of like you know, Marvel do your thing, we'll approve it because we like to make money. Yeah. So, so I, I I'm optimistic. Me too. Really optimistic. That was good. Let's wear our hearts on our sleeves like Collins number three pick. <laughs> I feel like like a lot of these are just like setting up John to be pissed or Sean to be pissed. Not Nancy as much, but this is a John one. Uh, Resident Evil, the final chapter. So they say. Is that the new Underworld movie? Who's even left? Who's left? The whole world's blown up four times already. (laughs) All I know is I saw up to the second one, and it was called Apocalypse. The world ended. <laughs> then the world ended again and again and again and again. They're making it so you can't make sequels, and then they make sequels. Mm-hmm. But this is the final. And then one. they like. This is. But this is the final, final chapter. Time of the world's gonna yeah. end. I can't wait. I can't wait for Resident Evil. You know the the epilogue. The, yeah. <laughs> the final chapter, part two. It's gonna be one guy who's like just crawling. That's all that's left, and zombies chasing after him. Actually, that sounds pretty good. But, like, I hate every... I hate literally everything about these movies. I hate the casting. I hate that it's all got, like... It's it's all got weird, like, techno-karate. Uh-huh. Techno-thriller Because these are Matrix-inspired like, movies. Yeah, but it's like... The Matrix ended a long time ago, <laughs> but there's still weird Matrix knockoffs. <laughs> and it's like, they kind of take characters every now and then, but it never makes any sense. They just... You're like, okay, I guess that guy was like in the second game. This is like the sixth movie or something. Yeah, let's put him in it. Who gives a fuck? Like, Paul W.S. Anderson is just making these because it's something for him and his wife to do, I think. Like, just to get out of the house. <laughs> just get out of the house. Because he tried Pompeii, didn't work out. He's like, better go back to what I know, Resident Evil. I see Pompeii was nominated for Worst Supporting Actor at the Raspberries. Interesting. Keeper Sutherland. Uh, but yeah, there's no one interesting in this movie. It's not about anything interesting. It has a horrible title. It's Everything is terrible. Everything is terrible. Yeah, I'm not going to fight you on that. Uh, what's your uh, number two? My number two is Spider-Man Homecoming. Sean, what's your number two? Uh, one letter, one number. You know what I'm talking about? Z2. F8. Uh, yes. The Fate of the Furious, you guys. The eighth movie in 
the most prestigious franchise in Hollywood these days. The Fast and the Furious franchise sees the shocking twist of our team coming out of retirement once again for one last job when suddenly Dominic Toretto betrays the team because uh, I guess he's teamed up with an evil lady called Cypher, played by Charlize Theron. Uh, everybody's back for this latest adventure. Of course, nobody turns down being in a Fast and Furious movie, <laughs> including Kurt Russell, who's now just part of the story. Yes. Um, it looks like it's going to be Dwayne Johnson taking kind of the lead, but he also, based on the trailer, has to go to jail and then for a while. meet up with Jason Statham and team up with Jason Statham. Which is it looks like he becomes part of the team too. Well, of course, that's <laughs> it's the power of love, Colin. No one can not be on the team. Mm-hmm. It's a huge team. Power of family. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the big news was that Helen Mirren is going to be in this movie in some role. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the small news was that Scott Eastwood is going to be in this movie <laughs> in some capacity. <laughs> Poor Scott Eastwood. Um, it's directed by F. Gary Gray, uh, who did uh, that Straight Outta Compton movie that people liked. I didn't see it. I think it was probably good. It was okay. He also made uh, the Italian Job remake, so he has some credibility doing uh, crazy car chases with Charlize Theron. So, <laughs> looking forward to this one. Very specific credibility. <laughs> Uh, April 14th and can't get here soon enough for me. Hey, uh, not to get off topic, but I will a little bit. So F. Gary Gray, straight uh-huh. out of Compton. Did you guys hear about how the character that Paul Giamatti played in that movie was so distraught over how he was portrayed that he just died? I heard that. Is that, is that actually true? So his family's like, they say he was so distraught that he just died. Not right away, but like. He was, like, so sad, and then he died not long after. Yeah, here at least he um, had a heart attack, and this is September. He's 75 years old. Heller's lawyer would go on to blame the depiction of him in the film as a contributing factor in his death. <laughs> so I wonder who who uh, F. Gary Gray is going to kill this time. This is definitely a death. Is this a, No, this is a blood sport movie, for sure. Yeah, nobody dies. Nobody dies. Yeah, these Unless are all they die sports. in real life. But he didn't die. He's just retired. Yeah, yeah. As long as we know, if we don't know anything outside of the movies, he's just retired. His weird CGI face is like. (laughs) Exactly. It's true. Nobody dies. Not even actual death can kill your character. The family just gets bigger. Yep. Uh, Who's I I missed it? Who's the bad guy? Charlize Theron. She has hilarious hair in the trailer. And, well, and uh, also Dom's the bad guy. That's the twist. That's the twist. He's always kind of felt a little bit well, like... Well, they are guy. all I mean, criminals. he was originally. <laughs> they're all bad guys. I thought they're like secret agents. Yeah, they've, really they've not only like fought for the law, but they've also had all their crimes forgiven. So you can't really call <laughs> it bad guys anymore. I guess. Agents at large. Um, I guess I feel bad for Jordana Brewster, because her character's pretty locked into... Paul Walker's character, so I don't think she's allowed to be in these without it being weird. I mean, I don't know if she would have been in them anyways. She's 
just taking care of kids in that last Fast and Furious movie. Well, you could do something fun like Vin Diesel's like gonna die. He's like hanging off of a cliff, and then she picks him up in a helicopter. <laughs> She's like, didn't want to leave you hanging. Or her, one of her kids grabs him out of the helicopter. <laughs> Little yeah. baby head. They form like a monkey, monkey chain. What do you call yeah, <laughs> just all their kids. <laughs> they have little Paul Walker faces. Oh no, that sounds almost as bad as Colin's number two least anticipated movie, which is Transformers: The First Night. No. Uh, this is another one right up there with the Mummy. Where you guys have to have seen this trailer, right? It's oh, fucking baffling. I saw it, uh, you know, on the internet. And then I also saw it in the theater. It was the last trailer they played before the movie Silence. And I was just embarrassed <laughs> watching it. <laughs> it's like, the audience clearly came to the movie looking for a thought-provoking time. And they have to fucking watch this mess of a trailer that's just like... Yeah, they're going to make these movies, but do they have to at this point? So, Colin, you haven't seen any Transformers movies except for the first. What would you describe the plot of this as based on that trailer? Uh, There's, like, some historical element, but who fucking knows? It's just random-ass shit, I guess. (laughs) I can't even confirm that it's random. Maybe it's... I don't know. I don't know, Sean. What was you? On IMDb, it says plot is yes, unknown. I don't think even the people making it knew what the plot was. <laughs> that's, maybe that's just the only thing it says in the script is plot unknown, and they just started filming it. They're like, we'll put a bunch of CG in later. It'll all make sense in post. Okay, so since some of you guys haven't seen the trailer, I will try to... I'm going from memory, and it's been like at least a month since I saw this trailer. Mm-hmm. But you're going to see knights fighting, and it looks like the battle continues into explosions. And then it's in like World War II somehow. Like The same fight is also happening in World War II, and there's a robot dragon. <laughs> and then there's like a blown up baseball field and then there's like by the way optimus prime is a bad guy and mark Wahlberg's like oh really i gotta go fight him again we're in modern day we're in now. modern day now what's his name again he's got a good name cade cade yeager yeah. it's just it's the most baffling directionless trailer you'll see um and it's all narrated by anthony hopkins (laughs) waxing poetic over dumb robots (laughs) smashing each other oh and it plays (laughs) do you realize like an even slower more serious version of that song (laughs) do you realize You have the most beautiful face. Yep. Let's see. I was trying to do it scary. I think Chad Hamilton's still in it. Uh, I see Mitch Pelegi, Skinner from X Files. Nancy here that they're going to do another season. 
how come Chris Carter coming out in 2018? How come Chris Carter didn't call me? They're gonna do a longer season. They said. Oh, nice. That means we'll get more good episodes and more bad episodes. More bad episodes, but we'll get some good yeah, ones. Yeah, we'll get we'll get more good ones and more bad ones. <laughs> you weren't here, but X Files won the mildly pleased award for television. Show. Nice. You're probably like pretty about it, right? I was about it. I was about it. Yeah, it's okay. I I, okay. I was just like really not about you know them uh, retconning the entire series. <laughs> nah, it's fine. Yeah, but you know we'll see. So, <laughs> what are your guys' number one anticipated movies of 2017? I can tell you something that Nancy is also very passionate about. I mean, how could it be anything else? It's got to be Star Wars. I, I was going to kill all of you if no one, if someone didn't say yeah, that. Yeah, it's mine as well. Yeah, I mean, they just do such a good job like marketing these movies and then like keeping it on the down low until like they know right when you like. They'll probably wait till May, I assume, to show something. I think they'll wait till like, celebration, which is like sometime in spring. Yeah, it's like, I don't know anything, but, like, so what? Like, I'm stoked. Like, the last one was pretty good. And I'm excited about Ryan Johnson kind of taking the helm. He's a pretty good writer-director. I think he'll take in some good directions. I think Benicio Del Toro might be in this, too. He is? I assume as the main bad guy or something, or a bad guy. Sounds sweet. Yep. This. I hear it's rumored that Lando might show up, maybe. I'd be all right with that. that. This is the chance. This is like make or break time for Star Wars. It's got to be new. It's got to be exciting. Um, and Ryan Johnson knows that, and he's a talented enough writer to do that. Um, I really, I still really liked The Force Awakens. I liked it more than Rogue One. Still, watch it again. Still like it. Um, so, God, can't wait. Yeah, is it your least anticipated movie? Yeah, no. it's my number one. <laughs> no, you know, it's it's. I feel like it's becoming a fun thing doing our Star Wars Day annually every year. Yeah, the only thing I'm not anticipating is having to refresh the Cinerama website for six hours again. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to do it, Sean. Yeah, and I'm not about standing in the cold waiting for to get into Ellensburg Theater in the snow every year. Well, you could just, you know, wait a day. God, no, but... I can't. I cannot wait a day. I can't do it. Why would I like just like take a lot of drugs and pass out <laughs> for a day? I just feel like it'd be so much better seeing it at Cinerama for the first time. No, yeah. I'm always way too fucking tired. Guess like because we so have to get tired. like the ten thirty. Yeah, oh, I think I can beat you on that one. Yeah, you beat me this year, but I definitely like, <laughs> like what was like trying really hard to stay awake. Cause I gotta get up at like six, and then I gotta drive over, and then I gotta. Yes, yeah, I, I enjoy the Ellensburg experience. <laughs> Especially this year, I didn't have to stay in the line that long. And like they actually let us in like an hour before the movie started, so it was pretty nice. But yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Should be should be fun. We could. I just can't wait to see Mark Hamill do something. Yep. Yeah, hopefully there'll be a put his hood back on. <laughs> so turn around and the movie's over. So the only Please thing jump off the cliffs. <laughs> <laughs> they have to solve the secret of Luke's death. 
So this is the only thing we really know about this movie that Ryan Johnson said it's not going to do um, the typical Star Wars thing of it's like way later. They're going to come back to the scene uh, on that cliff. Yeah. You guys okay with that? I'm okay with it. So long as they keep doing the crawl, I guess it's fine. But I feel like it's got to have a spaceship too. Like what spaceship are they going to look at when, when they pan down? One idea... Did Rogue One open the spaceship? Yeah. One idea... Yeah, one idea I liked was maybe starting the movie uh, from the First Order side. Like, because you can, you know, pan down to Star Destroyers. Oh, and yeah. Then, like, Return and of the then Jedi. Maybe the, yeah, and then, like, the, then the first scene we see on from their side is at the... At the, uh... Thing. Yeah. At, in, in Ireland. It's interesting, because, I mean, they had an opportunity to just skip ahead and then, like, raise already a Jedi, if that's the direction they're going in. But by doing it that way, I feel like they're leaving the possibility that Rey doesn't actually end up being a Jedi. Like, everything we oh, assume could not be what I happens. Don't think, I don't think that's... A... She's gotta be a Jedi. I feel like the thing was, like, we all thought, like, Finn was gonna be the Jedi, but then it turns out he's just, like, the, the buddy. Turns out that he just kind of sucks. <laughs> He's kind of sucks. He's a fucking janitor. <laughs> he did a good job. He fought with a lightsaber and didn't chop his own arm off. Which was always the extended universe reasoning for why only Jedis have lightsabers. Because like immediately you turn it on and chop your leg off. Even though Han did it. He did. All he did was slice into the belly of a Tauntaun. Yeah, but he could have chopped his... his yeah, he could have chopped, <laughs> chopped his eye. It was the low-key scariest scene in Star Wars. Han turns on the lightsaber. Nancy, did you tell me... Sorry to interrupt you, but that's the tradition. Um, Nancy, did you tell me that Snoke, they're going to change like him, maybe make him a puppet? That's the, that's rumor. the rumor, is he's going to be like a... Like, his in-person scenes, he's going to be a puppet. Yes. I think that's a really good idea. Because <laughs> that was like the one part of Force Awakens I thought looked pretty lame. Yeah, it looks stupid. Because he's like, he's kind of human But I can totally... No one wants to see yeah, CG humans. Yeah. <laughs> but I can totally forgive that if that's the case. You know what I mean? Like, if it's a hologram, sure, why not make it CGI? I just want to know if they're going to make him yeah. ginormous or not. I think he's going to be like, like, he's big, like he's like seven or eight feet tall. Oh, like yeah. Doug Jones. And he needs like, he how... needs like 50, pu- 50 puppeteers to work him. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I love how in Star Wars movies there's always been this tradition of like slightly changing things over time um, if like they suck. Like how the Emperor looked in the Empire as opposed to how he looked in Return of the Jedi. Or... There's probably some other cases of that. Yeah, the problem is they're a little too into that tradition. <laughs> True. Or like the Yoda puppet. Like... Uh, you know, I guess he wasn't a puppet anymore after episode one. Yeah, they're like, this puppet looks so fucking bad. <laughs> At least he looked he looked more like the Yoda from the original movies when he made him CG. Yeah. Yeah, he did. I don't know why they had to change the puppet. Why can't they just use... They just they didn't use any reference photos. We gotta use young, young Yoda. He's really tall and skinny. That's <laughs> sexy. Sexy Yoda. You think Yaddle's going after that short, fat Yoda? I don't think so. <laughs> Are Jedi's like, um, like monks and like they or like like priests that they can't like have sex and stuff? 
I mean, that's like the... Well, like the... One of the arguments is like, you know, they, they can't form attachment, so they can like bone down all the time, 24-7, as long as they like don't fall in love. It's like love could maybe like lead to hate or suffering or something. Yeah, so they just, they just bone down like, like no big deal. No attachment. Because one of Anakin's problems, like he loved too much and then it turned him into a jerk. And then it made him murder children. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he was in love. Don't fall in love, you'll kill all the children. Yeah, just bone down. Jerk it <laughs> off. Do whatever you gotta do. Just jerk it out. Uh-huh. <laughs> just jerk it out like the people who made Collins next week. <laughs> so, look. I figured Transformers was an easy pick for number one. But I was just, like, I knew it was coming. I knew they were going to make another one. This one that I went with number at number one, it's, it's just like, you don't need to do it anymore, man. It's uh, Pirates of the Caribbean 5. Oh. And it's just like, at least that first one was pretty good because it was just, you know, it wasn't trying to be anything more than just a fun swashbuckling pirate movie that was based on a ride what a concept they made a not terrible movie based on a disneyland ride and they just kept making them and johnny depp just keeps being a sadder and sadder person but he just keeps coming back to these and it's just it's like what is the fucking point man just but calling orlando bloom what Orlando Bloom is back. Because he's not famous anymore. So He was he never famous. <laughs> <laughs> he was famous enough to think he could leave and not be in on Stranger Tides and be like, I'm going to go do my own thing. Oops. Uh, he's the worst. <laughs> but Colin, I'm sure you heard about the really big uh, cameo that this movie has. Nah, I've just seen the trailer where it's like, like, like walking up to that stupid kid from gods of egypt to be like where's jack sparrow you can't understand a thing he says in that trailer he's like drooling all over the place for some reason he's a ghost got a mouth full of molasses he can't talk yeah the big cameo in this movie is paul mccartney okay wow Is he just going to be like playing bass, the, sitting down like that scene with Keith Richards? I never saw that. <laughs> I was stupid. Wait, yeah, you did. did I feel you like I saw that movie parts? with you, and you were talking about how stupid it was afterwards. Is that three or four? I don't even know. That's three. It's three, I think. Okay. Yeah. I guess I've seen three. I haven't seen four. Near by, but I feel like Sean and John. Saw it in I saw it in theaters twice. Jesus Christ. Why? Because <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I'll give this a shot. And then I hated it. And then later, I was with another group of people. And I was like, let's go see literally anything else. And they were like, no. It must be this. Yeah. So what are some of the reasons this franchise has been bad? I think one thing I touched on when we did our podcast, Bad Franchises... <laughs> was this movie has failed to like build like a great ensemble cast over the series it's basically just johnny depp and jeffrey rush and everybody else just kind of like disappeared or was never interesting like 
He doesn't even have, like, a good crew. And Johnny Depp, like, isn't supposed to be the main character. He's, like, the fun sidekick. So then when they bring him back a million times and make him, like, the main guy, I don't feel like there's a lot you can do with, like... There's nothing interesting there. Yeah, they have to make him a little more serious because they can't make him this the goofing around because then the plot won't advance. Like, I give a shit. These movies have never been about anything remotely interesting, except for the first one. And I also feel like the the... I felt like the lore was not interesting at all. It's like super convoluted. I can I never really knew what was going on, like what they're trying to find and all this shit. Well, yeah, that's that stuff's confusing, like the fantasy stuff. But then there's always like boring British military stuff. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> it's so boring. I never quite understood what era like it was in. Like, what when did this take place? I'm sure the first one has like I could probably figure it out. Let's see here. <laughs> Have you guys looked at the original Pirates of the Caribbean uh, poster recently? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remembered how, like, Kira Knightley has, like, weird airbrushed sideways boobs. Because <laughs> as far as I remember, Kira Knightley is kind of flat-chested, which, God, that's horrible. <laughs> I remember that was, like, a big deal. Was it a big deal? Well, they did that for multiple posters. They did that for this movie and the King Arthur movie. The the other King Arthur movie. My favorite thing about Kira Knightley is that when you when you Google Star Wars, she's like the first person to come up. My favorite thing about Kira Knightley is that she's been in movies for like 20 years and she's 31 years old. What the <laughs> fuck? Um, oh, I you know I, we, I don't think we touched on how expensive is the new Pirates movie. That is something I'm curious to know. Let me see. All right, you guys ready? You guys ready? How about y'all guess a number, or if just anyone want to guess? Two hundred million and fifty million. Three hundred and twenty million. Jesus Christ! Because I feel like the last one was the most expensive movie made up to that point. They are spending. A third of a billion dollars to make this movie. Do you know, like, how many smaller, actually good movies you could fund with that much money? You could fund, like, 20 movies that the majority would all be better than this piece of shit. I know. That's crazy to think about. (sighs) How many Dark Towers could you make with that budget? (laughs) Cause wasn't that like that was like could 50 make, million? Uh, could make six, <laughs> could make six and a half, <laughs> like six and us. And even that movie has better star power. What a ghastly end to this podcast. <laughs> it always is. It's like the podcast always has the most doubter ending. <laughs> uh, Nancy, any movies you want to give a quick shout out for us to look forward to or not look forward to in 2017 no you guys pretty much nailed it oh, good mm-hmm. well you can find us on the internet at mildlyplease.com or look for us on iTunes if you search for Mildly Please thank you for listening we'll speak to you yo 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 check this out lazy pirate day set sail in the afternoon we got these dope ass grills from melted to blooms I named my ship Fantasia after the American Idol winner. You should have named it Stutter. Yeah, yeah, boy, that's one big brother. Secret out. 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 We are the pirates what? of the Caribbean. What?